0: Um, Hi Dr. Singla.
1: Hi there Rachel, how are you?
0: Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Can you um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your story and how you got here to UIC?
1: Sure. Um, I've been at UIC for about seven years. Um, I actually did my clinical fellowship in pulmonary critical care medicine across the street over at Rush University Medical Center and I came here afterwards Um, Actually, after being uh, an attending in pulmonary critical care at Rush for a year, I came here to pursue training and research on the T32 uh, Research Fellowship. So I came here in 2011, and uh, I've been here ever since uh, building a a research program, and um, now I'm uh, assistant professor uh, and uh, program director for the fellowship.
0: So Dr. Singla, can you tell us what drew you to pulmonary critical care medicine?
1: Sure. Um, Like most people that are uh, drawn to our field, uh, you know, I think it was the critical care uh, medicine aspect of the specialty that uh, really interested me in the beginning. Um, And uh, specifically, I think, uh, you know, critical care medicine is interesting uh, from the fact that it is it it, it doesn't uh, uh, sacrifice a whole lot of your internal medicine training. Um, You know, uh, most of the time when you're sub-specializing, you know, it it might feel like that you're letting go of a lot of what you've learned to focus in on one particular area. But I feel like in critical care medicine, uh, you get to retain a lot of, you know, what uh, you've spent years uh, learning and training, and and really becoming better at it. you know, applying it to the most uh, intensive uh, uh, cases uh, in in those that are most critically ill.
0: Okay. Do you consider yourself more of a critical care physician than a pulmonary physician?
1: I think so. Uh, My uh, research uh, deals with the critical illness, uh, acute respiratory distress syndrome. Um, So I spend a lot of time thinking about... uh, uh, that particular critical illness in the context of all of critical care medicine. So I would say I think I'm more of a critical care uh, physician than a pulmonologist. But uh, again, that uh, varies from person to person uh, and usually evolves uh, during different stages of of one's career.
0: Mm -hmm. It's funny that you say that because I think of ARDS as a pulmonary condition, so that just shows your critical care background. That's right. All right note we will get started on our questions for potential interviewees. Um, So do you mind telling us what you guys are looking for in a fellow um, in terms of an applicant who's applying to a fellowship spot here at UAC?
1: Yes, so um, there's a couple things that we're looking for. Pulmonary critical care, uh, as you may know, has become quite competitive uh, in the last few years. So we get a large number of applicants for a small number of spots. Um, We do have two uh, tracks in our fellowship program, so there's a three-year clinical training program and a longer four-year program that includes a year of uh, research training on the T32 uh, fellowship um, uh, track. Um, So, you know, it is quite competitive. Uh, We uh, have uh, a number of uh, selection criteria by which we try to pare down uh, the number of applicants to uh, to To enough to those that we can interview, um, things that we look for, um, you know, first of all, of course, you know, we we look for a record of hard work, of academic success, um, that you know that is uh, very important to succeed in pulmonary critical care, um, and so that's the first thing that we look at all uh, applications for, um, what that record is like. Um, second, uh, uh, some of the more finer details that we might l- uh, look for uh, in, a, in an ideal candidate uh, would be somebody that has in one way or another uh, dealt with complexity. Um, whether it's uh, complexity in one's personal life, for example, for myself, um, you know, I'm an Indian American first generation growing up in two different worlds um, and uh, um, have a lot of experience dealing with complexities going between two different worlds. Um, but it doesn't have to be just in your personal life. Uh, you know, uh, We have candidates uh, that have dealt with uh, adverse uh, situations uh, in their life, and they often write about uh, that in their applications. Uh, or others that have chosen to uh, tackle a complex problem uh, through research, uh, trying to pare it down to its uh, uh, fundamentals uh the fundamental questions that belie a uh, complex problem, so in one way or another, we're looking for uh, somebody that uh, uh, both has experience in and has a predilection for tackling complexity um,
0: that's really interesting. I haven't heard that that put that way from other people, but that I like the way that you put that um and it sounds like I'm all about like telling the story in your personal statement, and it sounds like that's like a really good framework of thinking about your story, yes. That's nice. Yeah, so
1: that might be something for prospective applicants to think about uh, when they write their personal statement. Um, uh, you know, we, we often get the the statement about, uh, you know, how much they like the ICU rotation uh, during residency, but uh, uh, something that uh, might uh, uh, appeal uh, to uh, um, uh, those that are, you know, looking for pulmonary critical care candidates it might be if uh, you can talk about complexity in some way. It doesn't have to be it can be in any, any realm uh, of one's experiences. Um, and then the last thing we really look for is somebody that's really driven and passionate about doing pulmonary critical care. So one of the cool things about uh, interviewing candidates is, is hearing all the different stories of how folks landed in that interview chair. Um, you know, we get candidates from all over the world, uh, places where pulmonary critical care is not even an entity. And uh, uh, we get people that are uh, driven to bring that um, to their home uh, institutions wherever they come from, um, and uh, uh, obviously not everybody's story is is is, is that dramatic. But uh, that that's something that that strain of really being driven towards pulmonary critical care with a purpose is something that uh, we also look for uh, that would. Uh, uh, you know, uh, lend us to think of somebody as being a, a very good candidate mm-hmm. for, for our fellowship.
0: Okay, great. Um, I have to ask, how important is research for you guys?
1: Research is important. So like I mentioned, you know, there are the two tracks. There's the clinical training track, which is a three-year uh, purely clinical training uh, uh, track uh, versus the four-year research track. Obviously, research will be extremely important if if... Uh, We are offering spots for the four-year track on any given year, and you're applying for that. Um, But it's also important on the clinical side. Uh, There is a good amount of time uh, allocated towards uh, doing some research even during the clinical years, Um, and uh, it can be something, uh, what I would say I guess to prospective applicants is that uh, it can be something that helps you. It's certainly not absolutely required. And uh, but uh, uh, even if uh, you haven't had any background in in research, maybe an interest in a particular research area uh, that you could describe or show, you know, show some record of maybe uh, getting introduced to in the past uh, would be helpful. Um, uh, A lot of what we do in pulmonary critical care uh, is deal with diseases that uh, we don't uh, really understand very well. And so uh, the type of person that's interested in um, uh, uh, you know, improving understanding of those things is, is, is something that a lot of programs, uh, not just ours, uh, look for uh, in, in good pulmonary critical care candidates.
0: Okay, great, thank you. Um, and I have a couple more questions for you. So I wanted to know, um, what do you think is interesting about being in pulmonary critical care?
1: Um, I think the, there's a lot of interesting things about pulmonary critical care. First of all, it's a combined specialty. So you have pulmonary medicine and you have critical care medicine. So right off the bat, there's there's a, uh, a, a variety that people often speak to when they choose the specialty um, that draws them to this. Um, I think some of the other things that are very interesting about what we do uh, is that everything is, for, for example, in critical care. Uh, things are always new. Every case is so complex. You know, when somebody becomes critically ill, it's not because of just one thing that has happened to them. It's a uh, always a constellation of, uh, you know, either background illnesses or chronic illnesses, uh, plus an acute event, or plus a, a smattering of, of, of acute events that uh, bring them to, to the ICU. So I feel what's most interesting to me Uh, Is that every case is always new? There's always some slight difference. It's never the same uh, when I'm, uh, uh, you know, on in the ICU, and I and I always found that find that interesting. That there's always something new to think about or new to factor in in every case, Um, whether that's uh, you know something purely biological or medical or a social situation, a particular family, uh, a particular. Patient's culture, background culture. Uh, there's always something uh, new to think about, to learn about, um, and uh, certainly that's the case on you know clinical ICU medicine, uh, but also in research as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So you feel like it keeps you on your toes, so yeah. to speak. Good. Yeah. Um, is there anything that people should be cautious about in, ter- in terms of choosing pulmonary critical care for a career? Um,
1: that's a good question. Something to be cautious about. Um, you know, like I said before, a lot of people are drawn to this specialty because of their interest in critical care medicine. Um, and, uh, you know, one thing that has been well noted about our field, uh, in recent years is burnout. Um, and so we, sometimes we can get a lot of very enthusiastic applicants or enthusiastic prospective critical care physicians who that's all they want to do. Um, and uh, uh, one of the nice things about the specialty is there is pulmonary medicine there as well that can be a little bit less intensive, that can be more outpatient component to that part of uh, uh, of uh, the lifestyle of a pulmonary care physician. And um, uh, that's something that uh, uh, sometimes people don't think fully about, what their interest is in terms of pulmonary medicine. And, uh, you know, out of fellowship, you get that first job in critical care, uh, but over the next couple of years uh working day in and day out in an i c u uh uh i've had i've heard of uh, people who've experienced uh, burnout uh want to do something different uh so I think it's important to to think carefully about um a balanced career in that respect i mean the pulmonary medicine aspect is there to offer that um and so to really explore at the outset uh realistically. Uh, how you see yourself uh, practicing uh, over the long term?
0: Great, I think it's something. To yeah, definitely something about. to weigh. But it seems like the field is very exciting and it can keep you on your toes as long as you have a balanced lifestyle. Absolutely, great. Um, okay, last question. So, why do you think people should choose UIC Pulmonary Care? That's a good
1: question. Um, uh, for most people, I think that we interview. One of the biggest draws is the city of Chicago. Um, and so that's usually the first decision uh, when people are choosing a place uh, for fellowship. Um, you know they want to live in the city. Chicago being a world class city with uh, uh, lots of different things to offer that I don't need to go into detail about. Um, but that's usually one of th- one of the first uh, uh, things that draws people here. Um, so when you start looking at Chicago and uh, you know how do we compare to the other opportunities for public care training here in the city. Um, I would say, uh, you know, there's a number of very great programs throughout the city that all have different things to offer. Uh, You'll have some programs that are uh, just uh, absolute research powerhouses, Um, and uh, if that's your interest and that's all you want to do, there are some great options in the city. And then there's other places. Uh, that are uh, very clinical heavy, uh, uh, very much focused on uh, uh, training very strong clinicians. Uh, they may not do so much research, or if they do, it might be a little smattering of clinical research. Um, and I would say what the nice thing about UIC is that we have both here. I think we, you know, we're not the absolute forefront of being a research powerhouse like some of the other programs in the city, Uh, but we have a very strong research program uh, and one that is pretty diverse, uh, you know, ranging from uh, clinical research and COPD outcomes uh, to uh, the basic science of ARDS and endothelial cell biology. So there is a very strong and robust uh, research environment here in our program. It's very diverse, but it's not all that we do. Uh, we we do focus quite a bit on training strong clinicians, um, and um, I think to that end, one of the uh, unique characteristics uh, about the clinical training here, as you know, uh, is is uh, the focus of our institution on serving the underserved, um, and that I think is something unique to UIC uh, when you look at uh, other programs in the city.
0: Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like it's all about balance for this, too, and you feel like there's a good balance here at UIC. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Singla. It was nice talking to you.
1: Same here. Thank right. you, Rachel.